0: Welcome to Season 4 of the Be Your Own Kind Podcast. I am so excited to share some new ideas and experiences with you and also introduce some more wonderful, fantastic people on the platform. Be sure to visit our site, www.beyourownkind.com to be able to keep up with the latest news and the latest blogs and content. Also, we have a Facebook community that involves giveaways, touch base, and exclusive deals. If you like the content, be sure to tip your girl LaMarcha C on Kofi, located at ko ficom backslash be your own kind24. Thanks again for your continued support and enjoy the episode. Well, hello. How are you doing, Julie? <laughs> good, good, Renita. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Listeners, we have Julie Zaruba on here with us and I. Have just been up and down her website, and I just can't wait to get into some things. <laughs> but before we do that, can you um give us like a a mild introduction of who you are? Sure.
1: Um. Thanks, Renita, for having me, and hello to all of your listeners, and congratulations on many seasons of podcasts. I've I've enjoyed scrolling through them, and I'm sure your listeners appreciate that too. Um. So I, like Renita said, I'm Julie Zaruba Fountain. I am a well-being specialist specialist. I'm based in Duluth, Minnesota in the U.S., and I specialize in health promotion and change management. So I've got an MBA in change and leadership and a master's degree in health promotion and health nutrition and exercise science. So using that and my 10 years of experience in working in as a well-being specialist and wellness coordinator, I work with learners and leaders and individuals, teams, and organizations that are what I say the state of the overs. So a state of overwhelmed, a state of overburdened, a state of being overstressed, and that often leads to procrastination and putting things off. And so I work with them to overcome that state of procrastination and putting off. And sometimes that affects our self-worth too. So overcoming those areas and into a state of action so that we can dive into our dreams and reach our full potential
0: i love everything about what you said let's just hone in on procrastination because that is an yes. interesting subject so i feel like it's it is i'm often misconstrued with laziness right but right. i love how you explained it where it's just it's just a feeling of overwhelm and you're like I, you know what i'm just not gonna do anything because it's just too much yeah so many piled right. up tasks so um right. Yeah. So I love that you defined it that way. Like what what types of things or can you give us a little quick trick on how to combat procrastination or work at it?
1: Absolutely. So one of my favorite tools that I would say when it comes to procrastination, sometimes people think, like you said, it's it's a matter of being lazy and people are lazy, but I really I don't think that's the case. Oftentimes, I think oftentimes there's a gap between what it is you're trying to do and the skills that you have so there can be a reason that you're not doing that because maybe you don't feel like you're capable of doing it so when you think about what you're doing think about how ready you are to do that thing and if you feel ready for it then that's not why you're procrastinating you can ask yourself how confident am i to be able to tackle this task or make this change. And if you feel pretty confident, then that's not it. And then the third thing you can ask yourself is how important is this to me? And then if it is important, then you would need to say, "Okay, what gaps in my skill set are preventing me from making this change?" If you feel ready, if you feel confident and if it's important and the change still isn't happening, then I would say it's a skills it's a skills gap.
0: I love that. So this is a new perspective for me. So procrastination is basically a stall tactic in its simplest form, right?
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes, you (laughs) broke it down in the simplest form. Yes. I I, I feel like
0: when when it's explained in other, you know, other areas, it's kind of looked down upon, but it's like, it's no different than me. It's basically just putting things off.
1: (laughs) Right, yeah, yeah. And I think you can handle it a few different ways. You can look at it. Um, sometimes when, I'm, when I've am when i been doing procrastinating something, what I tend to do, I think about, okay, what's blocking me from doing this thing? Because I'm an action-oriented person. Like I naturally am in a state of action. Like that's my comfort zone. And so if I'm procrastinating, that means something's happening. Um, and that's a red flag for me. So I think about, I go through my checklist. Do I feel ready? Do I feel confident? Um, Is it important to me? And then I will also think, well, if I don't, if I haven't done this task, is it something that's just not urgent? And that's why I'm putting it off. Is it something that I can delegate to somebody else and have them take care of it? Or do I really have to do it? And sometimes the case is I really don't have to do it. It really doesn't affect my life long term. And so then stop beating yourself up over it and move on.
0: I love that. I love that advice. This is going to be a soundbite. I love that advice. Like some things on our to-do list just don't need to be on a to-do. It was nice when we wrote it, but it's not definite. Nothing on your to-do list is definite.
1: (laughs) Well, Or it could have in that moment been put on your to-do list because you were shooting on yourself. So that's the other piece. Sometimes things get put on your do- to-do list by other people or mm. what you think other people want. And then sometimes it just doesn't end up being very important to you because it's not, um, it wasn't yours to begin with. It wasn't your priority to begin with.
0: I love that perspective. Julie, you got my mind going now. I just want to go so off subject, but let me stay <laughs> stay on subject. But I like that because sometimes that is a good point too. Sometimes we are not even prioritizing our own priorities. We are prioritizing someone else's goals and someone else's dreams. And we're all bogged down by something that we didn't have the passion for in the first place. So, yeah.
1: I would say most often it happens more than not in the folks that I work with.
0: Mm, I love that. I love that. It's a great perspective. So before we get into your empower possible core values, because I loved all three of them. I just want to point out the first sentence that was under the growth oriented vow. It was awesome. It said, it does not matter how many months, years or decades you've been trying to change. I think that is so important. Because I feel like going back to saw tactics that we're like, man, I should have had this done at twenty. I should have had this done at thirty. Mm-hmm. I should have. Once again, who said who set these timelines and why? You know. Nice. Um, and so I just I love that because I feel like when it comes to especially with women, right? We on a timeline. Mm-hmm. What's get married, get a house, have a baby. Mm-hmm. Like we're always on some sort of timeline, and who created that? And once again, that's somebody else's standards right. and not our own so i, I just right. love this sentence
1: <laughs> i'm so glad that that resonated with you yeah well obviously they're my they're the core values so they they obviously resonate with me strongly so that really means a lot because i yeah i just value what you're doing with your podcast and with your work and your website so that means a lot
0: Thank you, thank you. So, okay, so can we highlight? Can you just give us a quick synopsis synopsis of your? Um, first of all, let's get into Empower Possible Core as a business and the mission of it, and then then can you tell us about the the core values of your business?
1: Sure. Um. So I started Empower Possible for a couple of reasons. Um, the first reason was because I worked um at an organization for about a decade and we would have consultants come in well very well intended and um all of us you know felt strongly about our organization and so we would take in the information we'd have all these workshops we would put other projects on hold and then the consultant would leave and to be honest not much changed like it would just and that cycle kept repeating over and over and over again and for a decade it kept repeating and i just thought to myself like there has to be a better a better way and um, i mentioned i got my mba in change in leadership and so i there were specific instances that were like case studies from my business books that were playing out my organization and so i absorbed a lot because i was living some of these change processes as well as learning about them. And it was really as someone that I have, I just love learning. And so it was blowing my mind that I was able to really live out these things. So I had the lived experience of this change in leadership. And then also the behavior change pieces from my health promotion um, and exercise science degree supplemented then by life experience I think very both are very powerful and meaningful led me to develop this empower model and it's a unique niche because empower is actually an acronym and it's a lot of letters <laughs> oh so, so bear with me because it's, it's a lot but um, it's it's about engagement it's about meaning it's about people organization well-being empathy and regenerate so that those are each of the letters and each of those letters we go through this process through each of the letters of self-social and systems so um, when you look at an organization or you look at a team or you look at yourself as an individual in order to change or in order to take action you have to know yourself first and be self-aware in order for that change to happen. And for the change, changes can happen, but they might be short-term if you don't do it in a way that actually is beneficial to yourself and meaningful to yourself. So change can be short-lived if you don't aren't self-aware, but long-term change, change that's going to empower you, you have to be self-aware. So that's the first layer that we go through. Then we look at social. So think about your friends, and when you're hanging out with your friends, do you think they influence you or not?
0: Yeah, sometimes. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. No, that's not bad. It's just the truth. Yeah. They influence me too. So you have to look at your social networks and see how they and their social networks at work too. How do those come into play when you're looking at change and looking to make a change? And then the third is systems so there's seen systems that we are a part of and there's unseen systems there's a lot of history about unseen systems in the united states especially especially now in the past couple of years a lot of things have been revealed that um been made public that we're always there but just the undercurrent and so there's some positive reinforcements but there's also some really negative reinforcements so unless you tackle all three you're not going to have sustained change and that's where I saw a lot of consultants fall short is they'd be really good in one area but then neglect the others and I think my unique perspective of having my health promotion background and then having a business background um, combined is really what makes empower empower and then the second part was my own lived experience I started the business I'm not a risk taker I am very I think people that knew me were pretty shocked when I said I was going to be starting a business because it's like the antithesis of everything I've ever done in my life. Like my life has been very planned and predictable um, from what I have control over anyway. Um, and so when I, I was very nervous about telling folks that I was even starting a business and it was hard for even to, me to admit that I was going to go down this route at first, but I became so burned out that I felt like I didn't have a choice. I didn't like the person who I was anymore. I didn't understand who I was anymore. And because I was so burned out, it led me to starting this business. Now on the flip side, I was also looking for jobs outside of my organization and wasn't finding the jobs that I wanted and wasn't getting offered the jobs that I wanted. So after a couple of years of that, I decided, well, I can't, I can't go down this road anymore. Something has to change. And um, I had to start the business because I couldn't get out any other way. I needed income and I didn't wanna have the income from that organization anymore because I wanted to quit uh, because I was so burned out. And then the the same month that I became an LLC, I was offered a role that I accepted, and now I have the role of well-being specialist, and I, I own my business. So it was just, I think, really meant to be. As soon as I let go of um, the process and really let things roll out, um, I was I was given two really incredible opportunities: one to start the business, and then the other to have have my position as a well-being specialist. Um, and that's what really dives into those core values of. Um, growth orientation. So I strongly, I mentioned I'm I'm a, a learner. I keep racking up degrees mm-hmm. <laughs> and certifications. I have certificate, you know, change management certifications, change practitioner certifications, personal training, group fitness, like all of these things, because <laughs> um, I do love learning, and I I think the way I grow is through that. You can go grow through a lot of different processes, life experience, talking with other people. I think you being a podcast host, I think of the growth from each guest. I mean, you've had amazing guests. You know, each time I hear your guests, I'm growing through that experience. Um, and then joyful success. So for me, I um, had a lot of success in my other organization. And for the first few years, it was very joyful. I loved it. I thought it was my dream job. Um, and then things changed over time and it became different. But so it really recognized success for me. There needs to be joy involved. Like how we define success oftentimes has to do with material things. And that's important. Like I do want to make a certain income. I do want to have a certain lifestyle. And if there's not joy behind it, it just really... Um, it really is a miserable life if you're really successful and there's no joy in, in what that looks like. So, that's where that one came from the joyful success is because I think if you're joyful, that there's a ripple effect to those around you. And that's what Empower is all about. It's all about the ripple effect. Like, if I can impact one person and that person can impact one person and that person can impact one person, like, there's a lot of people that can be impacted. Um, and then if it's two people, like, wow. We're gonna start something. <laughs> uh, and then the, and then the third one of just thinking about the empower brings back um, that
0: acronym. I I love you said you said so much. I wanna unpack a little bit. So <laughs> I love that you put an adjective on success because you are right. Success is usually viewed as singular. I want to be successful. That's all you hear. But you never yeah. hear like I guess the the specific the like what type of success you know are you reaching? Yeah. I love I've never heard joyful success and I love that because that's what that is right things that bring Mm. me joy which which isn't always materialistic like I want to set my own schedule I want to have freedom I don't want to deal with attitudes I want you know like I want to set the energy (laughs) I promise
1: no attitude
0: (laughs) right you know like I want to set that and I I love I love that I love that and I love the fact that you stepped outside of your comfort zone like you got uncomfortable and you just flow with you know flow with wherever the flow was what with the flow and now you've yeah. started your own business and i'm wondering if you're even in shock with where you are today if you look yeah. back on who you were yesterday
1: <laughs> yeah i um so october uh 2021 is when i started the business and i started my ju- new job and i i remember last october so october of 2022 Writing um, my newsletter article, so I've got an Empower newsletter that's free, by the way, if you're interested, um, that when I sat down to write that news article, I really had to think about how, how far of journey that I went on. And that, that led me to um, a new project, a transitions project, because I really was in a state of grief. When I lost my job, I was grieving a dream. I, I thought I was going to be with this organization the rest of my life. I thought this is what I'm going to be doing. And that dream died. And part of my identity died with that dream. And so that is really, um, I'm almost just as proud of that, of overcoming that grief and sadness and being able work through it. I know um, you mentioned some of your sponsors in your podcast. When I went to therapy, I got help to move through that process because, like I said, I didn't recognize myself. I was experiencing feelings and at such intensity that I hadn't had before, and I didn't recognize it as grief, and I was ashamed. And so I'm proud that I was able to get that help that I needed. And even though, I mean, you think you're a wellness coordinator, you're a wellness specialist, like, <laughs> what do you mean you don't have the, all the answers? And it's different when it's yourself. Yeah. Um, and because you can see it in other people. But when it comes to yourself, yes, I know intellectually what's happening, but your head and heart and your mind are different things your mind is different than your brain (laughs) like intellectually I could tell myself all of the things yes I knew all of the things but my mind and heart were in a different place and until I named that it was the grief that I was going through there was a lot of suffering that occurred and I needed help to get through that so I'm very proud of that part and I'm proud of starting the business too because that isn't within my normal comfort zone as you mentioned but those two things were that were really over the past um, year and some change now that that really stood out to me.
0: I love that. I love that you gave yourself space to to heal and to identify and your increased self-awareness and you gave yourself empathy. I know that that seems weird because it's like, how can I have empathy for something? I'm actually going through it, But I feel like that is the highest point of empathy because I mm-hmm. know exactly how How this feel and i'm giving my i think empathy comes with patience you know and Mm. allowing yourself to feel how you want to feel and i feel like people miss that part it's one thing for you to imagine being in my shoes but it's another of you trying to understand and being patient with me while i'm trying to walk through this or or work through this you know so yeah um i think that i think that's just super super cool that you and you're right no one knows all the answers. I could give you advice from A to Z, and then I'll go lay in the bed and say, Oh my and it the situation. It's easier yeah. looking outside. Even with Be Your yeah. Own Kind, I thought I was like, you know, so into you know my uniqueness and my... No, actually, I feel like starting Be Your Own Kind was the start of that, like the real start of that oh. journey. You know? Wow. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. speaking, speaking to people like you and learning and growing up, learned so much from everyone that I've spoken with, like you said earlier. And I mm-hmm. realized, I like, guess I was, I was at the start, the tip of, you know, getting comfortable with who I am. But over the years, I'm just cozy with me. And I think that is because I had to read about it talk about it be about it you know because this this is the, this is what the whole brand is is standing on so I feel like sometimes mm-hmm. our platform can be our savior in the same.
1: right I th- absolutely and I think that comes through when you're being authentic to your brand. You know, when your brand is an authentic represent- representation of yourself and I, mean, I I see that with your interviews and on your website and with your blog that it does shine through and it shows that you care for your listeners and your audience and, um, and that comes through. And I think that that's why I feel so strongly too about Empower Possible because I think similar to your work, like I want to have an impact a positive impact, not 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 just an impact, but a positive impact that makes a difference in this world. Yeah. <laughs> so a positive impact, positive difference, you know, does good things, you know?
0: Yeah, you are so intentional in your thinking. I love that. You add an adjective in front of everything. I love that. You're like, I don't, I don't wanna just make an impact because there are a million different impacts that can be made. I wanna be a, make a positive impact. And I love the way you think. I love how intentional you are in your thinking.
1: <laughs> Thank you. appreciate that. See, now why, like, like the intentionality of being a business owner, like, that
0: is not my lane. <laughs>
1: the spontaneity of just being like, okay, we're doing this.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. You also have, like, a ton of great courses. Some of them are for free, you guys. And one of the ones that caught my eye was the course of Feeling Unstuck. You said there were five yeah. myths to changing behavior and i was wondering if you could share one of them and then everyone else can go to the website and catch the other four
1: (laughs) yes absolutely um so to get to the website i will say um you go to empowerpossible.com and then i'm going to explain it because it is a little a little tricky i'm working on making the the website more accessible but you go to the website go to empower possible and then you go to the resources, go to more, the resources tab. And if you scroll down and get to that tab, you can click on that and you can sign up for the newsletter and then sign up to get into the resource library. So within the resource library, um, you'll be able to find the the freebies and um, that's Helpful to be able to kind of get that step by step because it can be um, can be a little tricky to navigate and to get into that. So once you're in there, um, you can find the different PDFs and uh, there's well-being tips in there and um, the five myths that I would say to get over behaviors would be that the first one is um, sometimes change. People think that change is motivated by fear. And that's uh, one of the things that you can be motivated by fear, but also um, there is a compelling evidence that positivity and inspiration is much more powerful than fear. So trying to use fear tactics to um, motivate yourself, you might want to try first thinking about Um, motivating yourself in a positive framework. So that's the first thing. Then the other myth is that crisis is also the only way that we're going to change, but crisis isn't always the most motivating. I talked about the, um, if it's not important to you, if it's not, if you're not confident in the change, if you're not ready for the change, you're still not going to make that change then another piece is sometimes small gradual changes work for people but if it's something like an addiction sometimes you have to have a zero policy so think about thinking about um, which behavior strategy works for you like sometimes there is no moderation I'm I'm a moderate per like I'm more of a moderate person so that type of approach works for me but it doesn't always work for everyone so think about, Small, gradual changes versus just I'm going to cut cold turkey or, you know, some people do um, dry January, whatever that is. Sometimes the all or nothing works for people, but sometimes they kind of get shamed into doing this gradual approach because that's what everyone is told. And, and sometimes it's just it doesn't work. So do um, do what you think is best. Another uh, common myth is that really we can't change because the patterns we've developed in early life are just the patterns and that's who we are. And it's not going to change because um, that's just who I am. And there is a teeny bit of truth to that. We do have our genetics and we do have our life circumstances. However, beyond that, our behaviors really do matter. And with things like cognitive behavioral therapy, Building strong habits, changing your environment—those different things can influence you, do influence you, and um, does lead, does lead to change. So there's a, there are a lot of myths out there. I um, try to conquer them and dispel them uh, as best I can to get the word out. So thanks for providing that opportunity. <laughs>
0: yes that's that's awesome and you're right i hear a lot of people say i'm old now so i'm stuck in my ways no we're never really stuck once again mm-hmm. stuck is a perspective just like procrastination stuck is a perspective like well it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. to change so I'm I'm just going to just stay here and say this is just who I am take me as I am but no you you can change so you, like I'm not like I feel like I'm always borderline when I say you know change yourself because it's be your own kind but it's like I'm not saying change the essence of who you are in your entire identity I'm saying change those things that you know will improve your life, your livelihood, or make you, get you one step closer to the life that you desire, you know? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. 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 There is, I mean, there is a certain set point that we all have, a certain set level that we all have that's, and you can change within a certain range, but the fact is you can change.
0: And change is inevitable anyway. So I feel like I would want to be more in control of the change and just letting life, you know, deal its hand and just have its way. Like, so um, whether right. you want to change or not, you're going to change. It's, are you going because to control that change or are you just going to let it, you know, be run haphazardly? I don't know.
1: <laughs> right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. The world is going to keep moving and whether you like it or not, for better or for worse, which sometimes it's a good thing, but yeah. other times, uh, yeah, you just have to go with it.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's I guess it's that discernment of knowing when to go with the flow and when to like step in, you know. So uh, right. that's a whole nother subject. I'm still trying to balance. That right. out. So. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so I know that you wanted to touch it for mental health and well-being. You kind of already this, uh, shared your importance of nurturing your mental health. So I just want to add to that question and say, how do you maintain that that balance?
1: Yeah, that's a great, that's a great question because sometimes um, almost the act of and pressure we put on ourselves to take care of ourselves leads to more negative thinking and more shaming of ourselves because we think we should be doing this or we should be doing that. So it's going to be, it's going to be unique to every individual. And that's something definitely in the courses that there will be different examples and in my consulting and coaching services it's really working with that individual and it what it comes down to the basis of well-being comes down to a couple of different things for me it comes down to connecting people with their purpose and meaning so how do you create meaning in your life and you talk about change and you talk about, you know, some people go with the flow of life. And sometimes that means they're missing out on their meaning if they don't reflect on that. And that can lead to a lot of uh, dissatisfaction with life. If, if you don't find meaning in your life, that can lead to a lot of um, unhappiness and, like I said, disf- dissatisfaction. So really that's the base of it. And then the ability... To overcome obstacles, so I um, know resilience is a lot a word. A lot of people might might trigger some folks. Um, so I'll say bouncing back from challenges is what I'll say instead of saying that word. Um, but the ability to bounce back from challenges too is a huge part of well being. When because things are going to happen, that is life, and you cannot avoid challenges. You can't avoid. Um, I don't like to say failures, really, because I think the only time it's a failure is if you're intentionally trying to hurt somebody. I feel like everything else in life is a lesson. Um, So learning from those lessons and learning how to incorporate the lessons you learned into future decisions and future choices and future change efforts is really um, one of the underlying concepts. So we've got... um, bouncing back <laughs> and we've got creating meaning and then the third piece is bouncing back stronger so that's the regenerate part is not only bouncing back but like i said learning from that and that's the underlining theme of all types of well-being so spiritual well-being financial well-being physical well-being social well-being intellectual emotional um all of those can be that foundation is um those three elements
0: I love that. I love that. And I feel like that um, when we look from from that angle of bouncing back, it's not and take away like the thought of a stumbling block, you know, because when I think of a stumbling block, I'm like, ah, this wall, you know what I'm saying? I can't. But then yeah. I'm looking. But if you change because your mind, like you said, your mind and your brain are two different things. Your mind mm-hmm. creates things all day. What an imagination. So if I turn that boulder Until like a little soft little, I don't know, inflatable thing where or a trampoline. Basically, Mm -hmm. that rock turns into a trampoline. I bounce on that. I bounce on that. I keep going. So it's all about perspective, right? (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love that imagery. That's
1: awesome. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Just bounce that thing. And the other point is um, thoughts aren't necessarily true. Your own thoughts aren't always true you don't need to believe them because sometimes they're not helpful so bounce that thought right out of there (laughs) with the rock
0: right and the thing is you can't sometimes you can't control those thoughts but you don't have to entertain them they can literally go in one ear and out the other Mm -hmm. and that that does and they will happen
1: Yeah. yeah yeah it's not it's not a reasonable expectation to think they're not going to happen they will but like you said how you react to them or how you respond to them that's the key piece of especially mental well-being
0: yeah i, I mean i like rebuttals anyway so i rebuttal it or like like how i just use an example and i'm like ah. Oh. That doesn't have to be a role. Let me change it because it's all imaginary anyway. That's that's what that's why I started doing it because I'm like none of this is true anyway. So I can just make this wherever I want because it's not true anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks
0: to Barney and the influence. Perception. <laughs> okay, so for a person that like they're they're. You know they're at an impasse, but they want to change perspective and they want to pour more into them and their dreams and their life. What is some advice and sound advice that you have for that person that's just just trying to make that decision?
1: I would ask yourself first, why? Why am I making this decision? Is it because what's happening right now isn't in line with my values? Is it because? right now I'm feeling unhappy is it because someone told me that I should be doing this is it because I um you know someone is is I'm looking at someone's Instagram feed and they're doing it and now I think I should be doing it like first first is the why get to the root of your why and then think about your why and if it's in line with who you are and who you want to be as a person. So those are the first two steps that I would that I would take. Is it's some self reflection on why you want that change, and then I would then take it once you do that self reflection, then take yourself through those three questions of is this important to me? If it's important to you, why is it important to you? Are you ready for the change? If you're ready, how are you ready? Why are you ready? And if you're confident in the change, how are you confident why are you confident? I love- and then go for it.
0: Yeah. I love that. <laughs> Sorry. I love that. No, it's great. <laughs> so here at BYOK, we have a signature question, which you probably already know what it is, but if you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be and why? Yes,
1: um, I would describe myself as curious, and I've kind of, I've kind of shared a little bit why already. But I am a curious person. I love, I love learning. I love meeting people and learning their life stories. And I can, I find almost any topic interesting and I find almost every person interesting. (laughs) So that's what really has attracted me to well-being is because there's just um, so many different areas of well-being to explore. And also being a business owner, as you, as you know, there's uh, nonstop learning (laughs) because you're constantly thinking about different, or at least I'm constantly thinking about different ways to improve. And uh, so curious would be my word.
0: I love that. I love that. Julie, where can people find you <laughs> if they need you or if they need a course yes. or they just need to connect?
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thanks, Renita. Um, so, one way is to go to my website, empowerpossible.com. And you can also connect with me on Facebook at empowerpossible or Instagram at empowerpossible. I'm also on LinkedIn at Julie Zaruba Fountain. And then if you want to email me, you can email me too. And I I will respond, I promise. Um, Info at EmpowerPossible.com is that email. And I'd love to hear about other people's journeys. And um, if they have an issue that they're trying to resolve or if they're feeling stuck in their job or stuck in a life situation, you know, please reach out Um, the work of Empower Possible and my my work is to help guide people through the process and um that's the ultimate goal so we can all thrive.
0: I love that. I love that. Is there anything else you want to add before we we close?
1: No, just thank you for the opportunity and it's been great chatting with you and I appreciate the work that you're doing and the positive vibes you're putting out in this world. We definitely need more of that.
0: Thank you so much. And I can say the same for you. <laughs> Thank you for the positive vibes and the the education that you give us to to let you know that you're not stuck. Because I feel like one of the greatest ways to get unstuck is to read something or to listen to something, you know, just to get you get a whole nother. Cause I feel like when you get stuck, I think you've reached the ceiling of your understanding. And so that's where right educating yourself, kind of, you know, expand, expand your perspective. So thank you for what you put out into the world as yeah. well. Um, you have yeah. such an infectious uh, spirit and just, I just love your energy. And I just thank you so much for taking out the time to, to be on our platform today.
1: <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been a blast.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. And listeners, you heard all the tools. Procrastination is just a thought tactic and it's never too late to change. Never too late to change. And and when you are thinking of changing, make sure that you explore your why. That's very important. So I know there are many more nuggets that you have learned. Those are the three things that stuck with me. And I just want you all to remember to be kind to yourself and be kind to each other. And until next time, bye.